Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. And welcome in to this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And after the dust settled at Franklin County Speedway, we saw another first-time winner on the pro side and our first two-time winner on the late model stock car side. Uh, definitely a very eventful weekend in Franklin County. Uh, some issues with the racetrack coming up multiple times in multiple places. Had a very long, lengthy rain delay on Saturday night um, that basically had teams at Franklin County Speedway into the wee hours of the morning. To recap the pro late model and the late model stock car, we turn to our friends at Pit Road TV, Tony Stevens and Doc Love. Luke Finhouse and Kale Gale lead the field of the green flag, and we are off and rolling. Who's going to be the first leader? It's going to be Luke. Luke Finhouse will hit that stripe first and try to stretch out a little bit, let him battle for second. Second and third, yeah. drop you, off at one and, and two. you can see the rain. You can see the yeah. rain in the shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty big, uh, pretty big raindrops there, Tony. Yep, and yellow is out uh, because of that. Okay. Through the KRC Power Steering Start Zone, Luke Finhouse and William Sawalich lead the field back into turn number one. And after about a three-and-a-half-hour rain <laughs> delay, we are racing yet again in the autos by Nelson 225. William Swalich ain't scared of that top side. We saw that he uh, jumped up to the number two spot at the initial green flag, so he's going to give him a run for him on the top side. He ain't scared. For the KRC Power Steering Restart Zone, Luke Finhouse and Gus Dean on the front row of this one. Off of the turns one and two, a little dust kicked up. By Moore getting a little racy here. 35 is going to go over. The patch, Ryan Moore takes the bottom side, got position. Now he's going to try to hold off. Caden on the top side, door to door as he enter turns three. Watch that patch. Five to go next time for this group and for leader Luke Finhouse, who again still has about a one-second gap. And Ryan Moore now moves to P3 around Caden Quapple. Three to go. Uh -oh. oh, problems, Caden Quapple, turn four. Yellow is out something and appears in the power plant. Uh, the CorvetteParts.net Chevrolet has gone awry, and that will slow us with three laps to go. Wisconsin's Luke Finhouse and Minnesota's William Sawalich on the outside. Green flag is out. Four laps to settle it here at Franklin County. No, Swalich did not get a good entry in turn one. Open the door for more. May have had a little help there, too. They're really sliding through three and four, but looks like... Um, Oh, contact. Oh, wow. Finhouse is getting through there pretty good, though. He's getting in through there better than everybody else, and that's ultimately all that matters. And now as they come off turn four to the white flag, Ryan Moore looks to the inside. Finhouse slipped up. Contact into the first turn. And they run each other up their turns. One and two. Here comes Kale Gale. Moore down to the bottom in turn three. Finhouse trying to roll the top off the final turn. Ryan Moore is going to win as they crash in turn number one. 
by about half a car length unofficially. Ryan Moore will go to Edelbrock victory lane. Out of the race car, Ryan Moore, a win here in Franklin County, Virginia. I, I have no words. What happened in the last four laps and where did you come from? Man, that's why they say don't give up, right? It, uh, we knew we didn't have the fastest car necessarily at the beginning of the race, so just played it smart, you know, and I knew these short track races come down to restarts at the end, and <laughs> I hate to uh, get physical, man, but I come to win, and, you know, I didn't take him out. He, I, I used him up, and, but, hey, I came to take the checkered flag, and we worked hard, and, and that's what we did, so we'll deal with it another day. And Ryan Moore led one lap, the one that counted lap 100, wins his first Pro Late Model Race of 2022. Luke Fenhouse finished second. Kale Gale driving the car of Penn Krim with a solid third-place finish. Austin McDonald fourth. William Sawalowicz rounded out the top five. Twelve cars took the green flag in the pro race, which again saw some issues. A three-and-a-half-hour rain delay had to stop the race to uh, patch the track at least once. But it set the stage for the main event, 125 laps for the late model stock cars. We return to Pit Road TV, Tony Stevens and Doc Love. Mike Looney in charge through the KRC power steering start zone. The green flag is out and we are off. Lap number one to Mike Looney, but corner number six now to Connor Hall, Doc. New leader on lap number two. Connor Hall now moves his way to the front. Look at yeah. this. There's Kyle Dudley back in third. That's the black and copper colored car. As we've got problems, front straightaway. Hayden Swank has gone around. And there he sits underneath the autos by Nelson.com banner. Turn one. Oh, big problems. Turn three. That is Braden Rogers right in front of our camera. Big problems for the autos by Nelson Chevrolet. And it's not supposed to be dragging something off the left side. The left front tire is not supposed to be oriented in that fashion. Bobby, any idea what broke? The uh, left front upper control arm broke. Snapped it right in two, right at the wheel. I got to thank all these guys. Autos by Nelson, Solarite Carrier, Chevrolet, uh, Castro, Blue Ridge Collar Company. I don't know what we got to do this year, man. I, we, we've had the worst luck and the dumbest things happen. And, you know, I, I heard us in qualifying, but we was coming right through the field. I, th I thought we had a really good race car. And this, What's I don't, last year was a year where we couldn't do nothing wrong. And this year's a year where I couldn't buy a break even if I had $3 million. Like it just ain't, it ain't working. So when they're under fire. Problems, Connor Jones is coming down pit road. A flat right front tire on his Jones Utilities Toyota. Tough break for the driver out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Looks like his shot at victory is over here tonight, early in this Autos by Nelson 225. And Looney is starting to get real aggressive. We are 50 laps into this one, 75 to go, and Mike Looney is starting to get very aggressive on Connor Hall. Contact, turn two. Mike Looney into the back bumper of Connor Hall. Looney continuing to be aggressive. Look at this, turn two. Mike Looney finally gets underneath and around Connor Hall. Crossover, will it make oh, contact? No. contact in front of the field. Mike Looney goes around. Caden Honeycutt, Connor Hall. Trevor Ward is in it. Brandon Pierce, I believe, stops to avoid 
that had disaster written all over it, and that could have been a lot worse than it was. But what it has done is changed the complexion of this race. Connor barely got into him there in turn number three. And again, those two have been going at it rather physically. And I think Connor just thought he was going to move Mike Looney and just a little bit too much. 30 laps to go here in Franklin County. Quapple leads lap number 96. Dudley falls into second. And now nose to tail, Doc. 22 to go. Contact again for the race lead off turn four. The side by side going into turn one. Contact over in turn two. Dudley saves it. Quapple saves it. We stay green. And chapter two will begin to ride itself here in this way. And they maintain position and just outside. Lots. Just take us through your perspective on what happened and all that. Ah, uh, from my perspective, I got wrecked. Uh, I followed that dude for 95 laps and could have really touched him any corner any time. I was just trying to run a clean race. I think I better watch the video. I need to watch the replay before I say anything I shouldn't. Uh, Look up front. Yeah. Kyle Dudley, Carson Quapple, they just about caught each other once again. Yep. And there's traffic immediately ahead of them. Oh, you know Kyle Dudley are trying to use a, a lap car as a pick. There is Carson Quapple. The gap back to Kyle Dudley is nearly now a straightaway. And white flag is in the air for Carson Quapple. After running the top five, a late race wreck that he was able to avoid took out all his competition. And Carson Quapple will emerge victorious here at Franklin County. Carson Quapple wins the Autos by Nelson 225 here at Franklin County Speedway. Kyle Dudley, a career best second. Happy birthday, Carson Quapple. Did you expect that kind of gift out of turn number four? And what did you see when you opened that gift? Uh, I knew those guys were going to race really hard. I'd watched them uh, the 100 laps before that or whatever, them racing really hard. and. I thought uh, them racing hard would have helped us out there at the end, even if they wouldn't have wrecked out. I thought we would have had one of the better cars at the end. Uh, I was able to save a little bit compared to them, about a tenth of a second or so, uh, whenever we were going in and run. So I think the 77 and the 87 were obviously really, really good. Uh, I don't know. I don't really see what happened. I just saw them all get tangled up together, and uh, that helped us out. Uh, helped us out, but still, either way, I think we could have probably drove back up through there. And Carson Quapple captures his second checkered flag of 2022. Kyle Dudley, the hometown favorite, finished second. Jacob Hefner driving for Justin Carroll with a solid third-place finish. Connor Hall rallied back to a fourth-place finish after having to go to the back of the field after that contact with Mike Looney. Mason Diaz fifth. Zach Miracle with his best run of 2022 and sixth. Connor Mosack in his first cars to a race of 2022. He brings home a seventh-place finish. Caden Honeycutt, Chad McCumbie, and Deke McCaskill round out the top ten. And just to recap again, the late bottle stock car race. Again, race was stopped a couple of times to have to patch the racetrack. Um, and again, it was it was absolutely a dogfight with with Mike Looney and Connor Hall there for the first 95 laps. Unfortunate to see those guys get together, uh, but ended up being a great race regardless. Again, Carson Quapple winning on the late model stock car side. Brandon Willard has the caution flag in the air. We'll take this opportunity to come down pit road, stick her up, we return, we'll chat with Connor Hall, the number 77 for Chad Bront Racing. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour.
BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. Hey, this is Connor Hall, driver of the number 77 Chad Bryant Late Model, and you're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Green flag back this edition of the Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Joining us via the GSX Wraps Hotline, driver of the number 77 Chad Bryant Racing late model stock car, Mr. Connor Hall. Connor, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Man, we tried to get you on uh, a couple weeks ago with your with your first Cars Tour win at Goodyear All-American Speedway and couldn't get the stars to align. So uh, I told you this past weekend we'd get you an opportunity to get back on the show, man, and uh you know, I know it's been a, a couple of weeks, but congratulations on your win at, at Goodyear uh, down in Jacksonville. And just wanted to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about that first Cars Tour win for you. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, it was a really big night and, uh, you know, been close after that. But, uh, you know, just haven't had, as you say, the stars aligned. But we're going to keep knocking them down and hopefully gain a couple more. And I tell you, man, I think the one thing that's impressed me with Connor Hall so far here in the Cars Tour, man, you have really been a juggernaut when it comes to qualifying. I think your uh, your average starting position is third in the first five races. I don't know, maybe started outside the front row maybe once, but talk a little bit about what goes and what what kind of mindset you're in when you go out there to uh, to qualify and lay down two good quality laps. Um. So the funny thing is, my whole career I've actually been terrible at qualifying. And, um, I don't know, just something is, I guess, matured in me, maybe, uh, maybe I've just grasped, you know, gotten a little bit better understanding of what it takes to, you know, perform in qualifying. But, um, I think the number one thing that's helped me is a lot of places we go, we don't get a scuff lap. And I think the scuff lap has really helped us a bunch in qualifying. But, um, other than that, I think just having really balanced race cars and being able to, know, you know, obviously know what to expect when you drive it that car length deeper into the corner and uh you know that's just all thanks to the chad bryant guys so you know fast cars good motors and uh you know just a great team make it easy on me well i tell you you've you've 
you know, five Cars Tour starts here in 2022. You made your first Cars Tour start the end of last year at South Boston. So six total starts. You've started from the pole position, three out of six. So batting 500. That's pretty good for somebody that says they're not really that good at qualifying. Talk a little bit about uh, your decision to uh, to run the full-time Cars Tour in 2022 and how the deal came together with you and Chad Bryant Racing. So the Chad Bryant and I story is, is a long one, but to make it short, I tested an ARCA car at Daytona with zero expectations to ever actually race ARCA because I was trying to get approved for Dover so I could try to run the Canon East season. And the team that I was going to run the Canon season with actually folded after New Smyrna. And um, long story short, when I was at the architect, Jay Hedgecock called my dad and said, Hey, are you familiar with a guy named Chad Bryant? And I said, you know, we were both like, no, you know, we're just late model dummies. You know, we've never, <laughs> never thought about ever going, any, you know, going any bigger. It was just me and my dad racing late models out of our garage. And he said, well, Chad Bryant says, you know, he saw that Connor had a Hedgecock, you know, stitch on his uh, suit and wants to talk to him. I said, okay. So I walked straight up to Chad the next day at the test. And I said, hey, Jay Hedgecock sent me here. And he goes, he points right at the 22 car and goes, you want to race that car in two weeks? I said, uh, I'd love to. And I said, but I, you know, <laughs> I don't have the means to. Right. And he goes, well, we'll talk about that. He said, where do you live? I said, Virginia Beach. And he said, come by the shop next Monday. We'll talk. I said, okay. He, you know, we, we talked, we, you know, met kind of met in the middle on some stuff and you know made it made it happen the first year and had a really good run until i blew a right rear tire running third um and then you know ever since that day you know i just kind of always admired what he you know or respected what he did for me without you know without really even knowing me and then the next year came and kind of the same thing happened he was like hey you want to try this again you know we were close last year i said sure and then that was in 2020. And then really after 2020, I just never really stopped bugging him. Uh, I guess <laughs> is really the nicest way to say I was calling him every week to see if he had somebody to drive or not. Right. And, uh, you know, he tried to put me in cars at least like at test and stuff like that just to try to help. And then, you know, I guess he kind of took a little interest in me and in my own late mile program and started really helping me through the phone. Um, you know, just cause, I've prepared my own cars for, you know, by myself for the past couple of years. And, you know, I guess he had some sort of gratification, you know, and helping me learn and stuff like that. And so long story short, this off season, he was like, what are you going to do? And I said, what do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm going to do the same darn thing I do every other year. I'm going right. to race, race out my dad's garage and, you know, try to win as many races as possible. And he goes, well, you want to run the car store? And I said, sure. With who? He was like, with me, dummy. <laughs> and his voice. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, where, what's all the puzzle pieces? And he was like, I don't really know. He was like, we'll figure that out about halfway through the year. I was like, sounds good to me. So we got, we got loaner motors. We have triple R guys helping us. We have my shocks, my, my lead, his nut and bolt bin. It's just a, a big group effort so far this year. And it's really, really been good. And, uh, you know, Chad Bryant, uh, you know, Zach Bringers, Steven Saventarisi, and, you know, all those guys over there have just really come together, you know, and really, I guess, all to 
you know, we're all just racers trying to all put our best foot forward and try to win. And it's really been a good, good group and a lot of fun. So long, that was a long story short. So you can't imagine the full one. Well, I mean, you're right at four minutes on that. So, I mean, the, the long version is probably half an hour, but I think you did a really good job of, of putting that all together and kind of putting the pieces together to talk about where you, where we've started at as far as the first five races of or first four races, five races of 2022. Um, you started off, I mean, again, at, you know, Caraway, uh, started on the front row uh, in contention the majority of the night before. Um, believe you were one of those guys that ran out of gas there with about 10 laps to go. Um, and, and you had a little bit more bad luck at at, uh, at Hickory and, and then Greenville. But, you know, you, the last two races, you know, obviously the win at Greenville and, and then to, to – rally back to a fourth place finish uh late in the going this past weekend at franklin county you've climbed to fourth in points uh, 44 points out but uh considering where you started you got to feel really good about the direction that, that you and your race team are heading in going into the summer yeah. stretch and in, in some racetracks that you're really good at yeah it um you know that's one point that's kind of been a little hard on our end is i've really only been to three or four of these racetracks before we've gone to them. Um, so that's a big, you know, I know this sounds you know very obvious, but I can have the best car in the world, but if I don't figure out how to get around the place in a day and a half, then we're really going to have issues. So I've been putting a lot of weight on that, you know, trying to, you know, watch all the YouTube videos and onboard cameras I can find and stuff like that before I go places, even if it's, you know, just a one minute video just to try to help me understand some stuff. Um, you know, I had a lot of good people that I can bring, you know, as far as locals who race here and there. But, um, you know, I've, I even said after Caraway, I said, guys, like, all we have to do is just start finishing. Yeah. And I, I really, you know, the 44 points out thing is with running out of gas twice. Right. Right. Um, so I'm, I really, really think it would, you know, Quapple and the junior group, they've been really consistent. Uh, we've been, I'd say consistent when we don't run out of gas. Right. Um, and, you know, I think the car stores fixed, you know, done their research on their end and, and fixed that. So, uh, you know, I don't think we're gonna have any more issues with that as long as we can keep the nose on it every week and find good speed in practice. I think we, you know, I think we have a good shot at winning every week. I, I want to go back to your win. And again, talking to Connor Hall, driver of the number 77, Chad Bryant, late model stock car here on stickered up. Want to go back to Goodyear and, and something that I heard you say in your post race, um, battling Deke McCaskill there for the win in the in the closing laps, and and you basically mentioned that Deke McCaskill, Lee Pulliam, those guys were guys when you were growing up. Those are guys you looked at, and those were kind of your late model stock car heroes. Does that make that win more special to beat a guy like Deke McCaskill for your first Cars Tour win? Um. I don't know if it necessarily makes it any more special that it, you know, it was him finishing second. I think the thing that really makes it all special and the whole reason why I even pursued a car store career was that, you know, look at Franklin County. I looked at it today just when I was at work. I, I mean, I think the top 20 was in two, two tenths of a second in qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't get, you don't get that on your weekly shows and that's, that's what makes it special is because I mean, you, you show up to a, you know, a weekly show somewhere, you got to beat the lo the local favorite, the top two, three guys. I mean, and you know, if they both have off nights and you're good, then you're, you know, you're cruising to a victory. 
So, yeah. I mean, to get a call, get, for instance, I mean, don't want to get too deep into it, but, you know, I really think we had the best car in the field, except, you know, cue the music, there's Mike Looney. Yeah. You know, if he never, if I didn't show up, he, you know, it would have been a, a nice run for him. If he didn't show up, it would have been a nice run for me. Right. Um, it all, all it takes is that one guy. And when you got 20 of those one guys, it, it makes that the odds of that one guy showing up a lot more often. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this because, you know, you've, you've been in the late model ranks for, for several years here now. And, um, and we even talked about this over the weekend that, you know, you really didn't start, um, you know, late model racing until what were you 17, 18 years old? When you started running late models? Yeah. So 17, I think I did part time and then 18, I think it was my first full year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, some of these kids that we see in the cars tour, 14, 15 years old, you're kind of one of those late bloomers. But, you know, you've run some of those big races. You've run the Hampton Heat. You've won the Hampton Heat, you know, and that's the, that's the creme de la creme on the NASCAR side. How does, I mean, but, but that's the level of competition that you get with the cars tour week in and week out. And again, that has to be, I mean, obviously it's challenging, but does it make it more rewarding when you have good finishes in the Cars Tour compared to running a local show on a Saturday night? Oh, of course. Um, I mean, I'm not a big pat myself on the back kind of guy, but at least going back down the road, you know, traveling home from the races, you get to kind of reflect like, wow, I just, you know, I just went head to head with some of the best. the top 30 people in the nation pretty much minus yeah. the guys who are dedicating their craft to the weekly show, like Lane Riggs chasing right. the national, right. you know, other than, you know, those guys, you know, they're, everybody else is at the cars tour. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's the reason why we're here. I said that at South Boston last year. Um, you know, if you want to be the best, you've always, you got to beat the best. And I think that's, you know, you go to the cars tour to find that. Well, let me ask you this, because your first Cars Tour race again, the, the the season finale in 2021 at South Boston, you sat on the pole, uh, believe you brought home a top five finish there. But how did that, I mean, how did you feel going into that weekend? How did that, that whole weekend feel compared to what you were accustomed to with a, with a weekly show at Langley or a weekly show down at Carteret? I mean, could you tell a, a big difference in the intensity in the pits that on that weekend? See, I know it sounds funny, but for me, it was such a nonchalant weekend because I knew I had nothing to lose. I, yeah. had, nothing, I, I had everything to gain, nothing to lose. Um, that was a time in my career where we had kind of jumped ship from our normal program. You know, we, we started going to all the big shows. So we stopped doing the weekly stuff. Um, you know, we did the we did the Rodney Cook. We did Martinsville. We did Sobo, like Car Store. It was just you know, that was really where I just kind of said, you know what, I'm over the weekly stuff. Let's go have fun. Let's go chase the big stuff. Um, so I was really kind of all smiles at the time. Um, and really truthfully didn't expect to do that. Well, we were like 16th in practice. Yeah. Um, and then Chad called me on the phone and helped me make a couple good swings at it. And I shocked myself in qualifying. And then we ran pretty much second, the whole race to Bobby, which like I said, I, I, nothing to hang my head on there. I'd never been to South Boston before in a late model and uh, ended up finishing third. But um, I don't know. Like, I, it's it's a hard, hard question to answer because I always expect myself to try to do well. Yeah. You know, that's part of being a perfectionist. But at the same time, I'm a realist and we were there just to make a baby step. And luckily we took a big step. Well, I wanted to, and I found this out when we, when we chatted this past weekend at Franklin County, but 
Um, I wanted I wanted you to talk a little bit about what you do when you're not at the racetrack with with what you do with with your boat charters and man that sounds like that's I don't even, that doesn't even sound like work to me. Oh <laughs> uh, well, my real job is I, I'm a I'm a yacht broker or boat broker depending on the day. Okay. Um, you know, we pretty much sell everything from jet skis to you know you can name it. Um. So that's the real eight to five. But on the side, I do a lot of fishing. Um, not really my full time gig, but if I can take any of my buddies from out of town and stuff, or you know, friends of friends, and you know, help them get on some fish, you know, that's that's the end goal. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, man, you you're right there in the hotbed of, of of fishing and boating up there in that Virginia Beach Hampton area. So um, I did want to ask you a little bit too. Um, obviously, the cars tour full time. Um, where else have you thought about other opportunities to, to off weekends with the cars tour of where you may be going, whether it's with Chad or with your, with your family team? Yeah. So I've been trying to piece together a, a decent schedule with my personal car. I'm racing it this weekend. Um, as far as with Chad Bryant, we're going to be going to Wilkesboro. We're going to be running the triple crown. Um, and pretty much anything at the end of the year, I think pays more than 10, you know, 10 grand or above, you know, the Florence, um, Southern national stuff like that. Okay. All right, man. Well, that sounds good. And like I said, man, I, I, I think it's been remarkable what you've been able to do in a very short period of time. And, you know, three poles in your first six starts, that's pretty remarkable. Um, a win in your first six starts in the Cars Tour. And, again, I like the climb um, to the top to the top four here after five races and definitely think that you're in contention. know it takes a lot of people to get you to the racetrack. I want to give you an opportunity to thank those folks uh, before we part ways here. Yep. So I uh, just would like to thank Town Bank, uh, Breed and Concrete, First Team Automotive, Not Done Yet Sport Fishing, uh, stay stuck hooks, release fighting chairs, uh, liquid performance, just, you know, all my buddies. I know, you know, my personal programs has helped me a lot get to where I am today. And it, you know, it still does. And, um, you know, just very thankful for every person and thing that's ever helped me get where I am. And before I let you go, uh, next weekend, uh, the cars tour heads, this is basically a home game for you. Uh, Larry King Law's Langley Speedway racetrack that you've had some success at. Is this one of those racetracks and one of those dates on the Cars Tour schedule that you circled? Um, not really, actually. Uh, huh. You know, I've, I've actually circled the places I've really never been before because that's what's, I guess, fun to me. Okay. Um, as far as Langley, you know, we definitely have some high expectations. We obviously have to. And, um, you know, we're just going to not take it as a home game you know everybody's you know everybody has the same opportunity for success and we're going to go in with our heads down and just work hard and see what happens well connor i can't thank you enough for for taking some time to chat with us here on the stickered up podcast best of luck to you at langley speedway next weekend and the rest of the cars tour season and hey man you go ahead and uh catch another checkered flag man and we'll have you back on here to talk about it all right, sounds like a plan. That's Connor Hall, driver number 77 for Chad Bryant Racing. Brandon Willard has the caution flag out on this segment of Stickered Up. We'll come down pit road, sticker up, and we'll be back to close up this edition. Stickered Up, official podcast to of the Cars Tour. 
for custom CNC sheet metal design and fabrication. GeoCut, aluminum, stainless, mild steel, parts, gussets, tabs, assemblies, and more. GeoCut, South Boston, Virginia. Large and small batch powder coating, media blasting, surface conditioning and finishing, and much more. GeoCut, 611 Railroad Avenue, South Boston, Virginia. GeoCut, 434-201-4824. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. Adam Zirkle, performance technologies, video overlays powered by race trays. Compare your driving line around the track against the best and see how you stack up against the competition. They get every lap, every car. Every Available car. at every Cars Tour event. New for 2022 tracks on IT services and they can set up a network exclusive to your needs at the racetrack on race weekends. Contact Adam Zirkle, 434-222-8947. That's 434-222-8947. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals and the title sponsor of the cars tour this is mason diaz driver number 24 solid rock carriers late mall stock you're listening to the stickered up podcast white flag this edition of the stickered up podcast the official podcast of the solid rock carriers cars tour and next trip for the late model stock cars will be langley speedway next weekend headed into langley speedway we do want to give you guys a recap of the point standings for the late model stock cars headed into next weekend's event at Langley Speedway. Carson Quapple, this past weekend's winner, stretches his lead to 27 markers over second place Chad McCombie. Caden Honeycutt, third. Connor Hall has moved into fourth. He's 44 markers back. Brandon Pierce, fifth. Carter Langley, sixth. Jacob Hefner moves into the top 10 with a solid third place finish. He's 59 markers back. Chase Burrow, Mason Diaz, and Connor Jones round out the top 10 in points. And again, we head to Langley Speedway uh, next weekend for round six for the late model stock cars. And we will preview that in next week's edition of the Stickered Up podcast. want to thank all of our partners that help bring Stickered Up to you each and every week. Solid Rock Carriers, Bright Shock Technologies, Furniture for Less, Pit Road TV, GeoCut, and Adam Zirkle Performance. also want to thank our production team here at Broadcasting Experts, Morgan Patrick and Dave Perkins. And a special thank you to this week's guest, Connor Hall, driver of the number 77 for Chad Bryant Racing. Until next time, I'm Stephen Dunn, and that's the checkered flag on this edition of the Stickered Up podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Oh,